You're listening to Better at English, episode 38. Hi, English learners. Lori here, your teacher from betteratenglish.com. In this episode of Real English Conversations, you'll hear part three of my conversation with Kyla. We're talking about the book Daily Rituals by Mason Curry. In this part, we talk about the routines and practices that many creative people have in common. Now, before you listen, I have to warn you this is a particularly challenging conversation. Here's why because both Kyla and I read the book, we have a lot of shared information in our heads. When speakers have a lot of shared information, they often leave out details. They know that the other person already knows the information, so they don't have to say it. If only one of us had read the book, this conversation would have been very different. We would have had to do a lot more explaining and mention a lot more specific details. What does all that mean for you? As you're listening, don't worry too much if some things are unclear. Or if you feel you're missing information. To help you out, I've marked the particularly challenging parts in colored text in the transcript. And at the end of the transcript, I've included a short quote from the book so you can read the part that we're talking about. If you want to read along as you listen, you can download the full transcript, including a bonus vocabulary lesson. At betteratenglish.com slash transcripts. After the conversation, I'll be back with five questions you can use for speaking practice. Okay, let's get on with the conversation. That's right, exactly. And、uh, the amount, it seems、uh, a real recurring theme in the book is three hours.、Okay. Uh, the amount of people that did. That worked for three hours a day, that got all their, even, even the ones that didn't have jobs that had their time completely open, a lot of them seemed to work for three hours. And、yes. the rest of the time would be, you know, visiting and、uh, going for long walks and having yeah, long, was, luxurious dinners. <laughs> <laughs> that was another really striking one the role of walking. Yes. Because you had these people, like you say, they would work their stretch of, of three or four hours. I think,、uh, I think Beethoven is an example of this. He would, he would work, get up in the morning, drink his coffee. I think he was the one who、he、counted, counted the, the beans. beans.、Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, how many was it in each cup? 60 or something? Was yeah. It 60? yeah. <laughs> I, I, that, that sounds right. Yeah, measured out precisely 60 beans for his coffee and would work. And then he would take these long, vigorous walks. Um, armed with notepaper to jot down ideas, I guess. Yeah.、Um, and I think it was also Beethoven who would, during his work periods, when he would feel stuck, he would get up and go walk outside for a little bit and found that that kind of unlocked his creativity. Right. And he'd get back to it. Yeah. But、I've, have you ever noticed that yourself when you're out walking that you get these great ideas? And- oh, yeah. Yeah, for sure. And、uh, I've kept. In the past, I've, al- I've always had a notebook.、Um, and,、uh, 
Yeah, you do when you're out and about. And I don't know, something about the rhythm of walking, I think, can make your yeah brain really start generating ideas. Yeah, it's, it's really interesting. And I'm sure there's some kind of physiological reason for that and like psychological reason why that happens that I mean, yeah. I mean, sure it's scientists who know what they're doing could somehow measure it. Um, yeah. I don't know what it is, but I've, I've, I've found that myself when, especially I think when I was studying math for some reason and would be stuck on a problem, I would get up and go out and, and walk in the forest this is back when I lived in Sweden. And often the, when I wasn't even thinking about it, the possible solution would then occur to me. And then I'd go back and, and more often than not, it was it was actually right. Right. Yeah. So Interesting. Something, something about our, I don't know, it, I guess like sleep, things kind of chug around in your brains while you're sleeping. And maybe the same sort of thing happens with yeah with a walk. Yeah. Know. Really yeah. interesting. So that, that was also a, a common theme, the walking. Yeah. Were there any other things? There were, there were quite a few. Um, There was, uh, there seemed to also be two camps of, um, there were the, the people with like the poor diet, too much alcohol and not enough sleep. Yeah. The Bohemians. <laughs> and then there was, then there was the crew that like never socialized, always went to bed at nine o'clock. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's like, isn't there a middle ground? Yeah. I think, I think there were some middle grounds, but those two, uh. Yeah, and I guess what I, what I got from that was that everyone has to kind of find what works for them. That just yeah. because being super regular, it's like like we can think about a simple thing like your daily rhythm of when you get up and when you go to bed. Um, like for me, I know for sure beyond the shadow of a doubt, I am best when I first get up in the morning after I've had my coffee um, and preferably before the rest of the house is up. Uh, like yeah. If I can get up at four thirty five a.m. and have like two or three hours to myself, that's when I can get more done in those two or three hours than I can and in the, the whole, whole rest of the day. Yes. <laughs> and the interesting thing is, is that no matter how hard I try, I have tried to re-engineer that to be able to do it later in the day, and I just can't do it. Yeah. But then other people are best at night. You know, you have the people who were better after dinner and like before bed, they would get down and, and do their work. And it's, yeah, they wait for everyone to go to sleep. And so in some cases too. It's, yeah. Really yeah. interesting. Yeah. And yeah, that early, the early morning thing was very, was a very common theme. Mm. Um, and so was the, yeah, the two extremes of the day. Yeah. The other, another common theme was, um, uh, sort of having having a place, mm. like almost, and actually, I don't know if um, because uh, they Twyla Tharp is in this book as well. She's a choreographer, right? Right. And right. she she has written a book called The Creative Habit. Read that one I, as well, but it was a while read. ago. <laughs> yeah, and she and she talks. I think she mentions it in in uh, Daily Rituals. And uh, it's a theme that a lot of people have, and she talks about it a lot in her book, mm. um, is having that, like, a specific space where the only thing that happens in that space is your creative work. Right. Um, and so there were quite a few, like, I think someone had, like, a cave or a stone hut or something 
<laughs> oh my god yeah you're right it was something like out in the garden somewhere yeah and like no one like even like the like the because of course you know so many of them had servants it's like yeah oh the, like, how did you have servants yeah. it was a different time <laughs> clearly that's what i'm missing <laughs> yeah it would all all fall into place if only i had servants but yeah, like he'd have like I think the cook who bring him his lunch would have to take a back trail. So oh, right. not... <laughs> but sort of there seemed to be a real theme of yeah, and it's the sort of thing same thing with getting up in the morning before everyone else, like having that time and space that's completely completely yours, uh that has no outside sort yeah, of influence yeah. and that and that that's the work the workplace. That's all for this time. I hope you enjoyed the conversation. If you've been following this conversation since part one, I think you will notice that the listening is getting easier. Some of the grammar and vocabulary is repeating, so it's probably more familiar to you now. You can use the topic of daily routines to practice your English speaking. For example, here are five questions you can use to start discussions with your speaking partner, or your teacher, or your tutor. Ready? 1. Do you have a special time of day when you're at your best? When is it, and how do you feel? 2. Do you have any special routines around your work or studies? What are they? Three. How long can you work productively before you need a break? 4. Do you work best in a special place, or can you be productive anywhere? 5. What do you do when your creativity is blocked or you have no motivation? Make sure to download the transcript and vocabulary lesson so you can read along to check your understanding. The transcript also has notes about the language we use in the conversation and explains a lot of the vocabulary. You can find it at betteratenglish.com slash transcripts. Until next time, keep on practicing your English. In fact, you can practice right now by leaving me a voice message or writing something on the Better at English Facebook page. You can find all the ways to get in touch at betteratenglish.com slash contact. Bye for now.